It's Brooke DeVard. You're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. This is part two of my live show featuring the super talented and amazing hairstylist, Nikki Nelms. And you know what's so incredible about Nikki? We were on stage together two weeks ago. Since then, she she just did Doja Cat's hair for the cover of Elle. And actually that Elle cover that Doja Cat did was super interesting because Raisa Flowers, the very talented makeup artist, did her makeup. She's been on Naked Beauty, one of my favorite Naked Beauty episodes. And Marjan Carlos interviewed Doja Cat for the story, for the cover story. Marjan Carlos, who's an incredible writer, she's been on Naked Beauty. And then Nikki Nelms did the hair. So I love that so many of the, just the forces in the industry are behind the scenes on these incredible shoots. It was just great to just talk to Nikki, center Nikki, hear about all of her hair inspiration, get hair tips and tricks from her and just understand her creative process. I think the work that she's doing is so important and so impactful. So I'm super excited for you all to hear this discussion. On a personal note, you guys may hear it in my voice a little bit. I am suffering from allergies hard. Like I actually went to see a professional allergist. I now have an inhaler because I was having an asthma attack brought on by severe allergies. There are these shots that you can get that like ch- people that suffer from allergies really bad, like life-changing these shots. It takes like six months. You have to like go every week to get these shots. But after you do the, do the shots, like your allergy symptoms are reduced by 85% and the impacts last like seven to 10 years. And I shared this on my Instagram story and so many people were like, oh my gosh, I did the allergy shots. They changed my life. I highly recommend. So I'm going to do the shots. I can't do them now because you have to be off of medication. You can't take any antihistamines. They inject you with the thing that you're allergic to. And it happens. I've learned now that I'm allergic to tree and grass pollen. And if I get injected with that, it'll just be like game over for me. So I have to kind of wait until my travel slows down and we're not so like deep into allergy season, but I'm definitely going to do these shots and I will keep you guys updated because allergies are just so not fun to deal with. But now I have like an Allegra prescription and things are looking up and I'm excited to just enjoy being outside again. It's like, I have never had allergies this bad. When I was pregnant, I had no allergy symptoms, which I think is so interesting. And when I was breastfeeding my allergy, I didn't really have allergies. They're kind of back with a vengeance for the first time in two years. But other than that, all is good. I'm super excited. I'm going to Scotland for the first time next week, which I'm very, very excited for. I've never been to Scotland. I'm going for like a fabulous black tie wedding and I'm just excited to get like super dressed up. And yeah, some travel coming up. I'm going to LA. So all is well in my world. I hope all is well with you all. We'll take a short break and then we will get into the episode with Nikki. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, 
eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts, not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, Solon logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I am very excited to introduce our headliner for today, Nikki Nelms. Hairstylist is definitely too minimal for what she does. She is truly an artist, and I feel like her canvas is hair. She is truly a creative genius. She has shaped so much of the images, the beauty images that we see in culture. How many of you have had like a picture of some Zoe Kravitz braids and you've taken it to a braider? (laughs) A lot of you. Okay. That's Nikki's work. She does editorial. She's done so many incredible things. And I am so excited to welcome her to the stage. Please join me in welcoming Nikki Nelms. Nikki, looking snatched and glamorous and youthful and dripping in diamonds as well. (laughs) I'm so excited to be able to celebrate you and center you because you're so often behind the scenes, right? You're doing hair and you are such a creative force on your own that I'm just excited to be able to just talk to you and celebrate you and your work. I'm so excited to be chatting with you. Now, our last interview was summer 2020. Okay. We're now summer 2022. What's changed for you in the past two years? What's changed for me? My perspective on a lot of things. Pandemic, like the things I used to care about, I don't care about anymore. A lot of things. What don't you care about anymore? Um, wearing heels to the club. <laughs> <laughs> Period. I'm like, oh, this glitter skirt looks cute with these Nikes. You know what I mean? Yeah. What else do I care about? What people think? Well, I never really did, but now I really don't. <laughs> just, it's just been turned up an extra level. It's like, I'll tell you, I don't care now. <laughs> Before I keep it to myself, now I'll let you know. What are you drinking, Brooke? Now, I'm having one of the Maui Moisture-inspired cocktails. I think this one has rum and coconut. It's really oh, good. I had, the, I had the mango aloe. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, that was good. That's so great. <laughs> And rose, I had two in rose. <laughs> oh, look, that's your mom. Yeah, so people don't know. So, wait. <laughs> yeah, please tell the story, Nikki. Please tell the story. No, Miss Jerry, I used to do Miss Jerry's hair when I first moved to New York. And I used to come from Brooklyn, take my train, and I go to Miss Devard's house, and I leave feeling like I'm so poor. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, I'm like, Like, this was important for me to see because I needed something to reach for. You know what I mean? I'm like, 
she had the wallpaper that I'm sure you need. I needed to save up for. Like it was, she was just slick. You know what I mean? Like I was like, damn, black. You know what I mean? Beautiful. She had her kids. Her life was cute, and I was like, girl, you got a long, you got a lot of sewings to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I used to do her hair, and she used to tell me like. You gotta meet my daughter. Check out her blog. Oh, and I was yeah, like, I'm back I will. in my blogging and days. Look. And look, here we are. What a full circle moment. It was crazy. Now, you are such a force in the industry today. Why do you love doing hair? What keeps you going? And have you always loved doing hair? I didn't know that I loved it until I wasn't able to do it or didn't do it. Like, you know, like the pandemic, you know? Yeah. When you don't do something, then you realize, like, wow, I really, I really like this stuff. You know yes. what I mean? But it always came easy to me. I'm a black girl. Like, who doesn't know a black girl that can do hair? So I didn't think it was special. Oh, I can't do hair at all. <laughs> How many black girls in here can't do you hair? Know, you probably know let <laughs> I can't do it. I can't even lay my edges. <laughs> but you're but that's oh why you're God. here to teach us and educate us. So you're gonna put us on. That's family business. Why are y'all admitting that? Because <laughs> <laughs> this is a safe space. Okay. Brooke. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, but where I'm from. Everybody can do something. So I didn't think it was special. Now, I do have some pictures of your early work Ooh, from Florida. Forgive me. Hold on, okay. let me see. So is it St. Petersburg, Florida? Am I getting the name yeah, correct? Yeah, I was born in St. Petersburg, Florida. Talk to me about doing these hair looks early on. You could come to me and get a $10 French roll. Yes. <laughs> Don't try it now. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. It was just easy. I used to do all my teacher's hair in high school. I started, I worked in a salon and my first salon was that I worked in was, was in ninth grade. Oh, wow. I used to work after hours because everybody in the city knew that I could do hair. You know, you didn't want to get caught by state board. So they were like, you can work here, but after five. So I would work in the salon after five and I would do my teacher's hair in high school. My mom was like, you get the best grades ever. And I never see you do homework. This is weird. <laughs> and she's like, and why is your Spanish teacher coming to the house to get her hair done? And I'm like, that's Miss Dreeton. Like, I got an A. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, smart. You know, I can only respect that. When you are a hairstylist, you are also like a therapist, right? Like it's many things. People have very close relationships with their hairstylists. You're not just doing hair. How have you been able to step into that role? You really are my friend. You know, I'm opinionated. But I mean, my clients, like I like use them for therapy. Like Janelle is like dead ass my therapist. You know what I mean? Janelle Monet. Like, yeah. I'm like, we've been on the phone three hours and we have not gotten to a solution. This is a problem. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know, when you work with someone closely, honestly, like I pay attention to everything about my clients. And I think that's why they trust me. Yes. Like I pay attention to the things they like and they don't like from, I don't know, like home decor to like the things they like to wear. And it gives me a better idea of what they will like from me. So I pay attention to that and they pay attention to me, you know. And so it's like it's an exchange. It's not just a one way street. Yeah. Zoe Kravitz described you as like family to her. And I feel like you do such a great job of elevating her aesthetic. What is She it? changed it lately. She calls me her hair partner. Oh, okay. So that's I our like new that. thing. Hair partner. Now, what advice do you have for all of us in the room and listening who haven't figured out our aesthetic yet? Like, we're like, I don't really know how I like to wear my hair, like what my vibe is. Like, how do you figure that out? How do you hone Most into that? Most people that feel that way 
don't know because they're factoring in like what people think. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if you totally strip yourself of like caring about how you'll be perceived. I mean, everybody, even like the guy or female you're dating or whatever, or like, what would they think of me at work? Like if you really don't give a fuck, that's where your answer is. (laughs) That's how I am at work. Like it's only like three people that I care. Well, it's more, but for the most part, (laughs) like I really, I first want to like the hairstyle. Like I'll do something. Even if my client doesn't like it, I'm like, trust me, you'll like it later. You know what I mean? And I want them to like it. And I have like four super stylish friends that have a group chat and I care about how they feel because we talk a lot of shit about everybody. You know what I mean? (laughs) And so I'm like, you know, even after like Met Gala or something, I'll hit the group chat and like, I know y'all want to talk shit. You can even talk shit about my shit. It's fine. You know what I mean? No, like, everyone you, you did it. for Met Gala looked incredible. Janelle, Venus Williams. I mean, y'all only did two this year. Incredible work. But you always... Only two for the Met Gala. Because I usually, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, girl, why are you trying to be an overachiever? You know what I mean? But this year it was easy. And Janelle didn't even show any hair. True. You know, so I told her, I was like, look, you don't even need me. <laughs> But still looks stunning. Now, I have some pictures of your work here where I want to get the background on the inspiration. Let's talk about Venus Williams and these amazing braids. Oh, and I think my husband has a cocktail for you. If you would like another one. I'm about to be telling y'all all all my business. (laughs) I'm going to be like asking for advice. Like, girl, he didn't even call me back. Like, what you think? I don't know. I need a straw because Kita is going to be mad at my little lip. Let me see this look. Like, I don't get excited a lot. And I like to make moves that are, like, for the culture or, like, yes. stuff that my little cousins might be like, I like that or whatever. But this was, like, cool because, you know, her with the bead yes, scandal yes. where the guy was, yes. and when she so was playing, the here. you know? Like, I hated the way they treated them back in the day. And I've mentioned mm-hmm. that in several interviews. Like, I did Solange's beads for Seat at the Table. Yes. I mean, and be honest, every, a lot of people in this business, they bandwagoners they just you know whatever's cool at the moment they're like cool with it so they like oh we love Solange's beads and I'm like really because <laughs> you ain't like theirs you know what I mean like so I don't take it as like a compliment like, thank you Mavi's daddy <laughs> I want your son so bad he's so cute I was excited to do this because yes. this was like a in your face kind of thing yes. you know where do you get inspiration from I don't know. I'm always like looking at stuff. I'll store it. You know, I might not need it now, but I might need it like later. Now, when you say store it, you point it to your head. Are you storing it in your brain or you have a folder or a Pinterest board? Yeah, in my head. I hope I don't forget it. That's my biggest fear is that I like get amnesia one day. I'm like, (laughs) I'm going to be so mad that I didn't write it down. Like one time I I thought of a look and I was like, this is the best look I've ever thought of in my life. I was like, it's so good. I'll never forget it. And I forgot it. And I was sad for like a week. And I was like praying to God. I was like, God, you know, I've been nice. I've been a good person. Like, please, if you just give me this look back. That is so interesting that you just think of looks in your head. It kind of reminds me of like how Jay-Z doesn't like write down his... Have you guys seen this when Jay-Z just like listens to the Not beat? Not comparing me to Jay-Z. No, but, but that's what it's giving, look, Nikki. That's what it's giving. <laughs> but so you just in your head, you think of these hair looks. I mean, I do, but it's not for a particular person. You just it's have for this a, concept. Yeah, because I've had things that I thought would work for a shoot, get there, and the shoot isn't giving. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I didn't, I might not have liked the clothes or, like, right. the makeup. 
I was like, I ain't giving you my shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so I'll save it for a better time. Yes, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, I get it. I get it. You know, I'm like, mm. <laughs> right. You know, right. so like, I've, I've done my Vogue do editorial. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I could be in, I don't know, London and see a tree. And I'm like, that'll be a nice ass ponytail. Wow. And then I was like, you know, like, whatever. Like, last week I was driving and I saw this, like, I don't know if he was homeless, but, you know, a homeless person. And he had these braids. And I was like, if I rearrange that, it would look so fly. Wow. So I got that. <laughs> Maybe coming to a, a red carpet a, near a you. Red carpet. <laughs> right. Inspiration can really come from anywhere. Now, you know what? Let's go through more of your iconic looks. I can't turn around these pants. Oof. Okay. Oh, We've yeah. Got Journey. Journey from Lovecraft County. And she was supposed to be here. She's. Call me at like 12 o'clock this morning. Like, Aww. we had to film later today. And she was like, no, I got this fight. I can't even get Aww, my money back for. Let's talk about this look that you did for her. And just what is it like doing hair for television, for movies? Because it's like a whole different thing. Um, I didn't want to do it, you know? <laughs> because film and television, to me, is, work, well, working on those sets, it's so boring. I found myself to be like, the life of the party. Like, everybody's like, show me how to work. Because, I mean, a lot of people that work in film and television, well, not a lot. I don't know. I'm so worried about being politically correct. This is not, but this is a safe like, space, right? You know, they're like older. We're, we're my family they're here. older. They don't, they're not like Instagrammy. They're like, they go to work. Sometimes their call times is like 4.02 in the morning. And they get out late. They're not into the stuff, you know? Like, my set bag was like a Gucci bag. They're like, why do you have that? You know what I mean? So I'm like, I was different. And I, no, but I mean, like that, and then I didn't know better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who says you have to conform, though? I love that you that's what, and that's, your that's the thing. Bag. But it was kind of boring. You know, you got to be quiet. You know what I mean? I, I want to talk to my friends all day. We like shopping online, yeah. and you have to pay attention to the monitor. So, <laughs> and I'm like, she was good. I did her this morning. It's not going to move. It's cool. They were like, well, she had a fight scene. It's, you have to put it back. I'm like, <laughs> girl okay whatever so journey she asked me she was like i want you to do this project at this time i did not know because i love love did y'all see lovecraft yes let me tell you i was so excited that i did this yes. after i watched it because when i did it i didn't get it honestly <laughs> And I, I mean, I want to support my clients. Yeah, I can you know? see that. Reading that script is like aliens and monsters. And that's the other thing. I don't even read the script. And they ask me all the time, like, did you read the script? I'm like, girl, I'm trying to unpack. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, she was like, I was like, I don't want to tell Journey, but I don't know if this going to be a hit because, <laughs> like, like, black people and monsters. I was like, girl, whatever you want to do, I'll be here for you. And I. We were like in the woods and they were like, this is the monster scene. I was like, you know, black people, though. like we were really, it just, it didn't make sense to me. Yeah, several but I was like, Emmy whatever. Golden Globe Awards later. You're like, yeah. And okay. I got on the war for it too. And was so ex- taking the award. Like I, like I was excited that I did it. You know? But she asked me to do it. And she was like, Nikki, I want you to do this project with me. And I was like, I don't really want to do it, journey. You know, I got other clients and maybe I'll just set your look for you. She was like, no, the producers will call you tomorrow. And I was like, I just said I don't want to do it. <laughs> and so she called the next day and she's like, they're going to call you at three. I'm like, Journey, I don't. She was like, they want you to come up with the look for the character. This is the look. And I was like, I don't want to do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> she was like, okay, they were going to book your fights. What time do you want to leave <laughs> to come to LA to do a test? Because you need to show like what, 
I was like, girl, <laughs> I don't want to do it, you know? So I was like, all right, whatever, I'll do it. Flew out. She was like, just, we can do it at my house. I didn't like the executives from Warner Brothers. They were at her house. I thought they were her friends. Like, that's how, like, I'm in my own head. I don't even pay attention to, like, the fine print sometimes, yeah. you know? So I get there. Mind you, I'm acting all, like, bitchy, too, because <laughs> I didn't want to come. Like, my flight was delayed. The drop It's craziness. So I get in her house, and I'm like, Journey, just sit down. Let me cut your hair. I think you should do this. And she was like, what do you think? So she wants to break it down, you know? Yeah. I'm like, all right, Journey, this is the look. This is all I have in me. <laughs> you know, I didn't think of anything else. I think it should be short. So she let me cut her hair. Her hair was like down here. Yes. And she let me, she was like, you think I should cut it? I was like, yes, because we got to hurry up because I'm flying out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I probably wanted to go like to a concert or something like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Nothing like work related. And so I did it. And she was like, I like it. I said, you're not in character. Go to the bathroom, put on a red lip, yes. put on a shirt. And she was like, this is amazing. And so that's how mm-hmm. it she worked. Transformed into and she character. transformed. But amazing. a lot of times my opportunities, I'm drug, I'm like, they drag me into yes. them. Because I'll can, fight it. Can you talk about, I know you have a very exciting film project coming up. Can you talk about it? Just give us like a little teaser. I think I can, yeah. It's been announced yeah, lightly been, in like, like the trade press. So it's always directorial debut. Zoe Kravitz directorial debut. And it's a movie called Pussy Island. <laughs> It's, it's good. It's so good. You know what I mean? And, and you're doing all the hair for it? Yeah. I'm keying. I didn't want department head. <laughs> Responsibility. I don't like it. You know what I mean? I just, <laughs> you just want to come in and do the work of an artist, but that's incredible. I think that your eye I'm lazy in film and television bit. is going to be amazing. <laughs> you are anything but lazy. But I think, you know, as a creative, you don't want to have to also think about set lists. You know, you want to focus on your craft. Yeah. I just don't want like, to get in trouble if something's wrong, too. You know what I mean? I want to be like, (laughs) she told me to do it, you know? Now, very recent guest of Naked Beauty, I had the pleasure of interviewing Janelle Monae. And you have worked with Janelle for years and years and years. We're cousins now. I think we've moved from clients to cousins. To cousins. So talk to me about your cousin Janelle and what it's like doing her hair. I love Janelle. She's easy. You know, yeah. she honestly feels like I'm doing like my cousin's hair. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like you can get the best out of me. Like, just don't sweat me. You know what I mean? Like, don't make it feel like work yes. to me. But that's, you know, you can't get that out of yes. everybody because it's work, you know? Right. But she is really easy. She like lets me do my thing. We trust each other, which yeah. is easy, you know? And we talk and... I know what she, yeah. what her boundaries are. Whenever I look at Janelle's pictures, I feel like I need to up my hair accessories game. Like you tie it, like you put interesting stuff like in the hair. And I'm like, do I need to like go to like a Hobby Lobby and get some, cre- like, <laughs> what do I need to do to bring my hair looks to the next level? I mean, like I keep a few things in there, but a lot of things I'll get like on site because I don't yeah. like to plan or prep because I feel like. To be original, like if you live in the moment, you can't get any more original than living in the moment. Like not to be shady or nothing, but I'll look at like. Be shady. Someone said be shady. (laughs) But like I look at like a lot of red carpet looks on like other people's like work or whatever. And I can see the effort. And I like, (laughs) did y'all plan that for like two weeks? It's just. It feels and, too overly planned. Yeah, it's just like, it feels like the first day of school. Like, I know they laid that outfit out. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I don't like that. I like it to feel like you it flowed. You yes. can't think of anything else. 
Yeah. Or that's the best thing for it. And it's just, it's chill. You know And what it complements the dress so beautiful. You know, yeah, it's just like, like the, I the take the lead from the clothes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Or if if I feel like I don't like an outfit, to me, I yeah. feel like she probably don't like that outfit either. And then so I'll like help it out with yeah, yeah, yeah. a look. Like, <laughs> yeah, let yeah. me try to distract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the press, you know, maybe they'll talk about the hair and not the look. (laughs) You know? Now, for those of us with textured, curly, kinky hair going from like heat styling to protective styles, like what are your top tips for keeping your hair healthy? Because I think whatever look you're doing is great, but you can't sacrifice the health of the hair. Yeah, I've tried that. Healthy hair, that's the foundation for, with my clients, I always trust them. Take care of your hair even when I'm not around. You know what I mean? Mm. That's how we get to have fun on red carpets right. and the editorials. Right. You know what I mean? I don't feel so bad about putting a little extra hairspray, you know? Right. But you have to have products that hydrate and you really have to hydrate with natural hair, you know? How many people here do deep conditioning as part of their wash day routine? Okay, maybe 99.9% of the hands went up. Yeah. So we're all deep conditioning. You know, I love like... And Janelle even said it in the interview and I didn't even tell her this. I didn't even know she had an interview with you until like <laughs> you said it. But like hydration, Ma- Maui moisture, it's in their showers. Like I'm like, yes. I'm not there. This yes. is an extension of me. Yes, you all Hydrate. have it in your gift bags as well. All the great, Ma- the Maui moisture deep conditioner. Like you need things that lead with hydration. Yes. Like, you know, the first ingredient in any product is what's most in the product, you know? It's like a song, like whoever has first probably wrote the most, you know? Ah, yeah. So Maui Moisture has 100% aloe vera in the first mm-hmm. as the main ingredient. So you know aloe is like, it's for the thirsties, you know what I mean? <laughs> so that's the thing. Okay, we're going to talk about more of your looks, but then I also have more questions. I wish it was a monitor right there because... I know, I'm these sorry. These two drinks and these... But pills. you know what? You've created these looks. Okay. You know these looks. So we're looking okay. at Zoe Kravitz. She's got a pixie cut. She's got mm. a gorgeous updo. She has a blonde pixie. You know, we showed that picture earlier of the French roll baby. you did for $10. Uh-huh. This is giving that French roll, but with braids. I'm the same person. Like, I feel like I did better hair back in the day <laughs> no, than no, I no. do this now. This hair is epic. So, I mean, this is, I like this because I usually start my French rolls from the bottom up, but I started it from the top down, you know, just to give it a more... With her braids. With her braids. You know what I mean? I'm into like memorable silhouettes. Mm-hmm. Like when you see that, you'll, you kind of remember oh, whatever. Oh, this was an iconic look. So, oh yes. yeah. <laughs> and I love, I love this short blonde pixie as she well. She was so cute. She is so cute. She is. Like... She is. Her mom is cute. Her dad is cute. I'm oh. like, God damn. The whole family. <laughs> One of the things when I first interviewed you that we talked about, which I always think about, you were saying how like everyone wants Zoe Kravitz braids. They're like, what? Mr. what? Vard is probably like, you cursing? Sorry. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Sorry. But people were like, what hair do you use? What, like, what, what do I buy? What do I do to get Zoe Kravitz braids? And you pointed out to me, you're like, it's her. People have a certain aura and a certain style. And what's going to look good on one person isn't going to necessarily translate yeah, I like to you. To- do what works for you because that's the only way it's going to look good. Right. You know, I have friends that like I love their aesthetic and it's totally not my aesthetic. And when I try it, I look like I'm in costume. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I look like I'm them for Halloween. You know, yeah. <laughs> so you just have to do your thing. Yes. Like even if you like braids, because I've had other people come to me and they want whatever, like something that she has. And yeah. I'm like, the fact that she's like, super cool and she doesn't care about 
the things that other people, it all translates through her, yes. her look. Yes. And I'm like, you actually care about what people think. <laughs> so you're not going to embrace the flyaways that she has. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it's just like, it's the little things you have to really like analyze what you like. Yes. And then customize it and just make it work for you. Yes. Now, before I get to the next image, I have to ask, have you ever considered starting your own beauty brand? You know, like I, I, did. I, I look at what Pat McGrath has done, right? Pat for years and years and years was a makeup artist. Everyone knew her and her work was legendary. And then she popped out with her brand. Have you ever considered starting your own brand? I did, but I'm like, remember I told you I was like lazy or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just don't want to, I think I'm more of a collab girl. Okay. You know, I take a brand add my own thing to it, make it better, like a capsule collection. Yeah. Because I've seen brands that I like and I love TJ Maxx and Marshalls and it feels like the graveyard. And I'm like, I don't want my stuff ending up <laughs> in here. So I'm like, let me just do a little bit. You know, yes. I don't really want to, because yes. I have like a few things that I like to do with yes. my clients. That's like my own little secret. Yes. Like maybe I'll just incorporate those into an already existing yeah, maybe we'll get like a Maui Moisture by Nikki Nell. I just talked to Sarah. I was telling okay. her, I was like, I got an idea. Yes, that let's make that happen. I want to share. You don't like it, so what? Not <laughs> um, But no, it's really, it's a good idea. And I feel like it'd be better with a machine that's already moving. I don't want to start from the ground up. Yeah, that's you know? I mean, that's what Rihanna did, right? I mean, Fenty's owned by LVMH. You know, sometimes attaching yourself to a large. So you I need to be over at LVMH? No, I'm saying it's, <laughs> I'm saying you're very smart to use an existing vehicle to get your vision out into the world. Yeah. Now, you're working all the time. And I know this because I follow you on Instagram and you were literally always working. So now I'm going to get in your business because you're a few drinks in. Do you have Ooh. time to date? Like, do you... Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> oh, yeah, she, as she takes a sip of her drink. I've been married for a long time, so I'm like always curious, like what's dating like as like a busy... <laughs> Someone in the audience said the ghetto. It's the ghetto. <laughs> it's a thing. I try it. I do it sometimes. Sometimes it's fun, you know? Yeah. What does sometimes it take to it's... capture your attention? Like, don't be thirsty. You know what okay. I mean? Like, But then how I, do you know but... if they're interested if they're not displaying some level of thirst? Well, I mean, like... <laughs> No, like, I mean, okay. For example, like you we love an out, example. You, you figure out the thirst level, like maybe first week or two. And, you know, like I dated a guy before and he suppressed that he was a fan. Oh. You know, but you can only you suppress a fan. No, not even a fan <laughs> of me, but a fan of yeah. like my clients. Oh, ooh. Yikes. He was a barber and he had some other things going on, but whatever. And he, I just remember him calling me one time and I, I was so embarrassed for him. <laughs> like, mind you, we, we've been talking all yeah. day, you yeah. know, like, so you knew everything that had yeah. happened to me that day. So he called randomly and I knew he was in front of people because I can tell like his tone was different. And he was like, what's up, baby? And I'm like, hey, what's up? And he was like, where you at? But we just got off the phone like an hour. You know, I'm home, you know? <laughs> and he was like, where you at? You at Little Wayne House? Oh, God. <laughs> and you're like, please take me off of speakerphone immediately. I was like, in Brooklyn? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, you Cringe. know, it's like that type, you know, but dating is hard, but I do it. I like it. I'm okay. dating, you okay. know? Okay. I don't have a lot of time, but I use that to my advantage because when we, when I do go on dates and when we do spend time together, 
they tend to be a little more quality because I don't have a lot of time. Yeah. So I'm like, do you want like four bomb ass dates a month or 12 basic ass dates? You know what I mean? Because right. I have the time. I like that. I, I like don't that know. Sometimes I want to swell. All right, we've got a few more of your looks. Also, we're going to do Q&A after this, so get your questions ready. This is... Be nice. Yara Shahidi. Oh, Yara. I love Yara. She's currently at so Harvard, smart. going to school, being smart. Or is she's, she done with Harvard? No, she's still there, right? I think she's finishing up. Okay. Yeah, she's so Talk smart. Talk about this hair look. I love it. It was cute. It, it was in the um, Brooklyn Museum, too. Oh, this is in the Brooklyn she told Museum? Me, she was like, you know, they put your hair in there. I was like, oh, that's so cute. Oh, how did you get such a sculptural high bun? I braided it with a little blue yarn, whatever I had. And I thought it was cute with her dress, you know? Yarn. And, like, I'm, you're really like, for me, one of the things that's opening up is just like, look at what's around you and integrate it into your hair. Yeah. I mean, they show me the dress. So I just picked up like something just in case. <laughs> you make it so casual and nonchalant, like as if we could do this at home. Like, oh, yes. You could. Like, I could not could? do this. I could not do this. But if you just braided a piece of yarn, like, it's not even. <laughs> okay. So, when you're an expert, it feels easy. When Solange released Don't Touch My Hair, this whole like era from Solange, I feel like was just so impactful for me mm-hmm. to see as a Black woman, as a creative. Talk to me about doing the hair for this project. It was another one of those situations that I didn't know where it would land and yes. how it would land. You know, Solange, that was my girl. So she had, she let me listen to the album and she. Did you like, like the album immediately? I did. Okay. I, I wasn't was like reading the Lovecraft script. I never read the love. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let me tell you, I don't read the script. Like I did yeah. a movie with Janelle yeah. and she was like, Nikki, you have to read this script. This is like serious. And I was like, look, I got a lot going on. I'm going to try to read the script. And so I never read the script. Like through Which the whole movie thing. was it? It was, what was the Amazon? Oh, the series that yeah, she did. The series, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. And so she, we did a scene once and she was like in this restaurant and she came over to me. She was like, girl, I just got hit in my head. And I was like, who hit you in your head? <laughs> I was like, nah, that's fucked up. Like, you know? And she was like, Nikki, you didn't read the script. It's in the script. I was yeah. like, no, I was, I thought you were saying somebody hit you. <laughs> you know? But Play I it off quickly. It was just like super, I listened to the album. That's what we were. Yeah. And it was great, you know? But you just never know what yeah. the world will think yeah. of something. But I liked it. And yeah. She's like, I want to shoot all these videos. And I was like, all right. Like, I'm one of those friends. Like, yes. you want to do a drive All right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let's do it. You know? What do you hope your work communicates about beauty? What is it that you want to communicate through hair? The one thing I love about me is that, not to be all like, I'm not me, but I like that I don't really care what people think. I watched a lot of people in this business care too much about like the gatekeepers. And I'm like, they look so whack. You know what I mean? As gatekeepers. And then I know the politics of it all. Like you can really ruin your own career by worrying about what somebody thinks that they don't even care about you. I've seen a lot of hairstylists conform and they are so worried about fitting in in those spaces that we weren't even invited to. Because I'm aware that a lot of the opportunities that I've gotten, trust me, I'm not going to call them luck because I'm blessed. But the people that paid me, which sometimes isn't directly my clients, they didn't even want me there. So I'm not going to be all like 
chucking and jiving and dancing and trying to impress them when you didn't even want me here. You know what I mean? So like I get to work and act a fool because you didn't even want me here, you know? So I feel like I love that I don't care and I would love for people to see what can happen when you just do your own thing. Because I'm going to tell you, people will make you feel bad about yourself. Take the thing that they made you feel bad about, sell it back to you. You know what I mean? Like, what in a third party (laughs) hustle game is that? You know what I mean? So it's like, that's the thing with like the beads. Right. You made these girls feel like shit growing up. I'm not saying they felt like that, but you tried to. Right. And then we have to wait until y'all feel like it's cool. And then like, oh, we're putting it on the red carpet with this designer and now you can wear beads. It's like, no, bitch, it was cute when my little cousin did it. You know what I mean? Type of thing. So like, that's what I would love. Like any hairstylist that's coming up behind me, like do your own thing. Like they'll be there. You know what I mean? Like even if they don't, like, don't do it for them anyway, because they like a lot of the gatekeepers batshit crazy. I'm telling you. <laughs> I do want to open it up for audience questions. Nikki, we're going to end by hearing when you feel most beautiful lately. But lately. before that, we're going to open it up for audience questions. Elijah has the mic in the back. If you have a question for Nikki, please raise your hand. And I can't even see. <laughs> uh, I'm Alicia Luciano. Hi, Alicia. Okay, so Alicia, who has the mic, did my hair today and the braids here. And long, I've been loving going to Alicia's to get my hair done. And I'm just so happy that you popped in to make it here. Her, her I mean, this is a big hair moment in the hair community. It's very rare that anyone of color in the hair industry gets a moment. So, Nikki, your flowers, of course. Thank you. But I think... It would be really interesting for the ladies in the audience to hear what's something that you wish people would ask you about your craft more often, because often they ask us the same questions in articles over and over and over again. And you're full of knowledge. And I know there's something in there that you would you'd like everyone to know that you don't maybe get to say all the time. Well, I really don't like doing interviews, so I don't wish they asked me anything. But I can tell you Except what for I naked wish. Naked beauty, they, of course. Oh, but you're, I mean, you're not one of them, you know. Um, what I wish they would stop asking me. I don't feel like I came from a place of struggle. When I see black beauty or anything that I produce, I don't want to present it as if it's like coming from a place of struggle. Right. They ask a lot about like, and I've literally gotten this question and I'm like, you are so dumb. You know what I mean? (laughs) What's the question? They're like, when you gave your client the Afro on the red carpet, what were you, what message were you trying to send? And I was like, I didn't have a message. It's an Afro. It was like their natural hair that went with the dress. Right. That grows out of their head. Like, I don't like when they try to position me or black hair is like, like now I'm like a protester or whatever. Like I didn't come in. I'm not trying to save the race with a updo. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, great if I could, but that's not my intention. I just like did the hair. You know what I mean? Right. Because it'd be cool if I saw them as the other hairstylists that were not black. How does it feel to be European? Right. I never, I've never right. read that. Right. How right. do you feel to be Russian or something. I don't know. Right. I just don't see it. Like, why does being black have to mean something behind my look? It really annoys me. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, 
now I'm an abolitionist because <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Like, what? Right. It just doesn't make any sense to me. So I wish they would stop asking that. Yeah. That'd be great if anybody's out there that's going to ask in the future. Very understandable. Any other questions? It's exhausting. I see a hand up here and I actually see a hand in the back. I love these questions. Great question, Alicia. Hi, Nikki. I'm Lydia Drakeford. Hi, I'm a... Oh, I'm way back here. Oh, sorry. hi. <laughs> hi, sorry. I don't want to stand. <laughs> um, I'm stand a beauty- up. Let me okay. see you. I want to see what okay. you got on. Okay. Okay. Let me see I'll your little outfit, here. girl. <laughs> yeah. Let me see. She looks so cute. Okay. So I'm a beauty partner manager at Google. Uh, I work at the intersection of tech, beauty, and marketing. So my question for you is about innovation. Truly, there's never been a better time to be innovative in the beauty space as a creator or an entrepreneur or a stylist like yourself. So my question for you is, from your vantage point, what would you like to see more of in the space, especially as a stylist? I'm into, as always, originality. I mean, nothing's new under the sun. Get it. I don't think that like everybody's out here, whatever. But I do see a lot of people like directly beat biting and then they act like, Look at this idea I had. Like, I'd love to really see what people have inside of them. I feel like you're doing the world a disservice when you keep it to yourself. Like, I'm coming from a place of being nosy. Like, I really want to know what you got in there. You know what I mean? And I think that's the foundation for innovation. You know, I mean, you can always make things better. That's cute. But I feel like everybody has something. Is that my phone? Something that's totally unique to them that you and only you can execute. Do your thing, you know? Like I saw this interview with Grace Jones and I think it's the slickest interview ever. I love it. I'll repost it sometime when I'm like being shady and don't want to be up front. (laughs) But she was just talking about how Madonna would send her team into her shows to watch. And she's like, I know they're watching. She was like, well, you know what I would offer as suggestion to any up and coming or new artist is to search inside yourself first before you go outside looking and that's where you'll get a true example of like who you are and what you want you know what I mean like Pinterest is cool and Google is cool but (laughs) chill you know what I mean like just maybe close your eyes turn the tv off Mm. don't scroll like I tend to not follow any other hairstylists or I mean I might look like I follow you but I mute you because wow. I just don't want to be like influenced because I feel right. like sometimes it'll affect what I would have given. Right. Because I don't want to see something that you did. Right. Because sometimes you might change an idea just because you're like nervous that whatever. Because I've been on set before and I've had an idea that scared me because I'd never seen it before. And then I have to check myself like, ain't that the point? You know what I mean? Just do it. If it don't work, then like gonna check me boo you know what I mean type of thing so like just go that way I love it I love it did I answer your question great question thank you let's get two last questions and then we will all be in the reception I see uh, one back here and one up here so hi I'm Simi and I'm from London and Nigeria actually so pretty oh thank you so do you I run a beauty consultancy um, in the UK it's kind of first of its kind it's like an agency slash consultancy where I connect beautiful black women who are getting married or having massive events with some amazing hairstylists, MUAs, nail techs and lash techs in the UK. I wish we had Um, that here. (laughs) Yeah, it's the first of its kind. Um, And I'm working offline. So launching online shortly. And I guess my question to you is, so it's super clear that you've 
had great success through word of mouth or I guess just your portfolio alone and kind of the people you've worked with, I guess, have networked you to work with more amazing celebrities. However, has there ever been any, you know, strategy or goal or like mind mapping that you've had to do maybe earlier on or even now to kind of think about, okay, this is, this is where I am and this is where I want to be. And what am I going to do to get to that position? That's a great question. Yeah. Yeah. How do you strategize your career? Well, let me tell you, my first client, my first personal client was Little Wayne. Tell, tell, because the backstory behind he even became your client is interesting. You want to back it up? Back it up. Back it up. (laughs) All right. Okay. So I met Wayne. I'm from the South. So we love hot boys, cash money, you know, like in my head, cash money, hot boys. They were my cousins in my head. You know what I mean? (laughs) I even told Wayne's baby mom one time when I met her, I was like, you know, we didn't like you, right? She was like, why? Because he had a line in one of his songs. What did he say? My kid's mom and her whole family was trying to lie on me in court, trying to put me a child on child support. So when I met her, I was just like, "Mm." (laughs) and she was like, she was like, oh my God. I was like, me nor my friends, we don't. Really don't fuck with you. And she was like, why not? I was like, because you was trying to put him a child on child support. You know what I mean? So she was, he later told me, he was like, that was so good, whatever. But I worked with him. I met him in New Orleans right before Katrina. He had dropped the Carter one. And so I was in Club 360. And that was like the, it was for Essence Festival. It was like this really hot spot, whatever. It was like a, the club was called 360 because it moved all through the night. You know, you see the full scene. So I saw him there. My friends were like, oh my God, oh my. I just, that must be you. You think? Because, okay, so he was at the bar by me and I just was not excited. But I don't really don't get excited about people like that anyway. So he was at the bar and I was like, what's up? And he was like, what's up? And I was like, how is Sita doing? I told you I thought he was my cousin. That's his mom. I don't know him or this lady. So he was like, She's good. I was like, oh, okay. Tell us what's up. I was like, um, how? I was like, when are y'all shooting the next video? And he was like, tomorrow. And I was like, oh, that's what's up. I was like, well, call me if you need me because I do hair. I'm here with my friends and just chilling, whatever. He was like, okay. So, you know, I left. We danced and whatever. And he found me in the club and came back. He was like, put your number in my phone. And so I'm like, ooh, he's serious. So now I'm like, let me run my resume down. I was like, oh, because I've done a McDonald's commercial with Venus and Serena. He was like, I didn't really ask. I don't care. Like, just put your number. So the next day he called. I'm on vacation. I didn't bring any hair stuff. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, he wants his hair done. It's an hour to the store's closed. So me and my friends, we went through the phone book. Yes, the phone book. (laughs) And we, the last place that we called was open, the beauty supply store, because we were trying to find like something that I can get products. So I called them. I had to lie and say that I was a big hair salon and I needed like so many supplies to keep them open because I only needed like a little gel and clips. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I didn't want them to be like, we're not staying open for $11.99. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I'm like, no, I need two gallons of relaxer. I need neutralizer, I need color, I need all this stuff. They were like, okay, we stay open for you. You know what I'm saying? And so like, I'm like, okay. So we get to the place and I'm like, I just need these. Yeah. Got the stuff. Saw him later, did his hair. And we just started our like relationship like that. Now, Wayne was not an ideal client for me, you know? Because I always wanted to do like 
women, curls, beautiful, you know? <laughs> so he became like my client. He would call, at first he started calling me every 30 days. I watched it. I was like, he calls me every 30 days to come and do his hair. And then it became a thing. You know, I told him, I was like, because he was new in the like expansion area of his career. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't know what he could have, I think at that time. Yeah. Like he didn't know he could have a personal on set and all that right, kind of stuff. Right. So I was like, well, when you shoot your videos, you know, I want to be there and stuff like that. So it was that type of thing. And we just worked together a lot. And he took a lot of time away from me trying to pursue what I originally wanted to do. So I was doing all his music videos, his commercials, his campaigns. And then I just found myself being sucked into his world. And I still wanted to do like the women. So now I'm like, how can I market myself to a female artist when all I have on my resume is Wayne and he has a lot like no female wanted to look like Wayne (laughs) you know what I mean so that was like the hardest thing for me to do but it taught me a lot because I know I can get myself out of anything if I can make women know like I can do their hair and Wayne was the only thing on my resume (laughs) like so I did have to like kind of have a strategy to get myself out of that he helped me a lot too you know you have to think about kind of your end goal. What do I ultimately want to do? And is this opportunity going to get me there? Yeah, I wasn't thinking about like the end end, but just how to get out of this. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. You know, One like, thing at a time. like I got to get out of this, you know, One because it was time. always like the elephant in the room. Like I'd meet an artist and they knew me because I was on the scene a little bit, but with him. So they like, let me get your information. And who else have you done? I hated that question. Because I would have to be like, <laughs> and they're like, he got locks, right? And you want to curl my hair? I'm like, I can't curl. Right. You know? Yeah. So. I love that backstory. We had one last question in the back. And then Nikki, I'm going to ask you when you feel most beautiful. It's me over here. Hi, Hi. everyone. Hi, Brooke. Hi, Nikki. My name. Well, my nickname is Ritz. You call me that. You Ritz? said Ritz. Ritz, like the, the cracker or the Carlton? Yes. I, like the, I like the Ritz Yes. Carlton. My name Ritz is um, Maitza Maritza, but it's always been Ritz. So my question is, I'm a beauty girl, like through and through, like hair, fashion, beauty. So my question is, I know we have the deep conditioner and the beauty in the gift bag, but I wanted to ask, what is your holy grail hair products for black hair? Because I could ask you that. Like a day-to-day, like your favorite conditioner, a hair oil, if there's a like specific oil that you love, that's what I want to get into. I mean, nobody's the same, so that answer can't be the same. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, like, well, for you then, like I could ask. Oh, girl, I barely shampoo. <laughs> um, it just depends on what I'm going through, honestly. Like you can't just have one thing. That's like having like one pair of heels, one pair of black heels. You know what I mean? Like you need a patent. You need a leather. You need right. a stack peel. You need a pencil. Like you can't. I mean, I can't. You know what I mean? So it's like, it depends on where you are right now. Like if you're feeling dry, then I wouldn't tell you to use like protein or something like that. You know what I mean? I'd be like, Mm. you need some hydration. Maui. It's honestly no answer. That's like a very customized. But I think that's a great answer also because I think all of our hair is unique and it's not like a once. Like you can't watch like some YouTuber and be like, oh, I'm going to buy this. Right. All of our hair is so unique. So what's up with your hair? Like, Like, what do you need? Right. Biggest thing is like, I don't really want to go to heat, but I want to make sure my hair is conditioned. But you know what I do like to do mm-hmm. when I don't have company? I'll sleep with like a really good hydrating conditioner Overnight. and a shower cap on my head. It's noisy. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> so, on your off nights, when you're alone. I like that tip. I like you know? that tip. I mean, unless he cares or she cares, whatever. So, I like to do that. And I like to make cocktails. Like, I'll add a little oil in my conditioner just to give me a little head start. So, you just can't do one thing. You know what I mean? Because when you do the one thing, you just sometimes it will work for you and sometimes it will be your enemy. No, I feel that. Thank you. Thank you, Rich, for the question. All right, Nikki, we've come to the end. When do you feel most beautiful? Sometimes with concealer. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, when I've been taking care of myself, mm-hmm. you know, like when I feel hydrated, when, I, when my skin is good, you know, when I'm being nice, when my friends are good. When I'm one of those people. When everybody's good, then I feel really good. Yes. And then it comes out and I'm like, oh, you look kind of cute today. You know? Yeah. So it's like that. I love that answer. Well, thank you so much. Let's give a huge round of applause for Nikki. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. So that was the live show with Nikki Nelms, who is incredible. And again, thank you so much to Maui Moisture for their support. Definitely check out their line. I am loving all of the products with aloe vera. I didn't know aloe vera was such a game changer for curl hydration. And I'm just like super excited that I've like now unlocked this. and I've like now discovered the importance of aloe vera because I do deal with dryness. And yeah, I hope you guys are just like inspired to try more things with your hair and experiment and just use hair as a tool for self-expression. I think that was one of my big takeaways and also just tap into your creativity. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next week with a new episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 